Welcome to the Common Thread Collective here at MutinyRadio.fm, San Francisco. We're at the corner of 21st and Florida Streets here in the Mission District. We hope you come down and join us. We're going to have a really interesting afternoon. We usually do. But this afternoon in particular is going to be of interest, of of social import in in a very specific way because um, Tuesday, June 5th, which is just a couple days from now, is going to be the... um, primary election in California for the U.S. House of Representatives, for the uh, governor's seat, for a lieutenant governor. There's many different positions that are on the California ballot um, here on June 5th. Um, 
That will help determine who the two final candidates will be in the November general election. What an so interesting podcast to show up here on the uh, Common Thread Collective. This is a live Common Thread Collective now here January 11th. That's 111, the year 2020. So that was a, a from the archives, which is an interesting one. But I think that there's... I'm going to let it play for another minute while we get things set up. The Green Party. So it's going to be an interesting afternoon here at Mutiny Radio on the Common Thread Collective as we... Uh, jump into uh, the, com- the campaigns of these three gentlemen who are hoping to unseat the incumbent Nancy Pelosi, who has been in the House of Representatives since 1987. So, uh, you know, politics are always a, a little bit uh, confounding, maybe a little bit dirty, and uh, certainly often a bit confusing. But you know what? I'm going to play this song that we like to play at the beginning of every show. And it's Ubi Doobie Whitaker, and he's letting us know, don't worry, everything's going to be all right. Sometimes I wonder, where do the blues come from? Up and down, sometimes it's not so fun. Try my best to tell myself it's all gonna be okay. Oh, I sing this happy song. 
It's all right, folks, because we're here at Mutiny Radio. It's an exciting day. We are here at Mutiny Radio, and again, we're now we're back live. It is January 11th, 2020. I'm Global Val. This is the Common Thread Collective here. We're doing this so you can find this podcast on mutinyradio.fm under the podcast Open Pages. Uh, Diamond Dave. All right. Happy Happy New Year, Dave. It's okay. It's been 2020. They call that perfect vision, am I right? And here would be a full moon in San Francisco. And we got a couple of hours, a couple of hours, to hopefully to engage, amuse, interest, and by, by doing more together than any of us can do on our own. Hey Val, it's, how you be? I I'm well. I feel like there's a lot of um, good uh, momentum Vibes. and energy. In this in this new year, and we're in the bluest of the blue, isn't that right? Something the, like the that. The bluest state, the think... bluest city, and the bluest state, and the bluest neighborhood, the mission. So it's about getting it together, getting ourselves together, and beginning to to rise up, rise up, and get some things done. We talk about free speech. We talk about freedom of movement. We talk about free love. We talk about all of that, and we have, I believe. We now, now we now have a house band. They're called the Bad Hombres. All genders welcome. Hey, Leo, are you guys there? Yep. Oh, okay. yeah. Why don't you kick it over with a song, get us in the mood. Lauda Full moon in San Francisco. Bad Love Hombres. It. So let's see what we've got in terms of microphones, because this is, this is Mutiny Radio, and this is how we do it. So let me check who we got there. Lauda on. I hear the guitar. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> I don't. I don't quite hear the. Uh, I hear that. I hear the drums. Closer, maybe. I don't know about the the vocals though. That's the one I'm checking on. Is the mic on? Oh yeah, it's a little. It's a little fuzzy. I know. We do this live here because it's Mutiny Radio. It's kind of like if you're listening to Mutiny Radio, you are in the room with us, and that's the point. We, we might switch it up with the other one over there. I'm not sure why that one's giving us a, a hard time. Can you check this one? Yeah, we do a little talking into it so I can check which one. Hmm. Wait, oh. Nope. <laughs> Getting some ambient sound there. It's number six. Number six. Try it again. Give it a little tap. No, I can't hear your voice coming through. Oh, boy. I heard that. (laughs) Hello. Okay. That that one's good. That one we hear. Okay. Maybe that can be the vocal one, and then the drums, I think, will pick up with the other guy. Cool. Live. There we go. Because it's live. <laughs> All right, guitar, mic, vocals, mics. Yeah. Drums are going to come through. Percussion always does. All right. Nice. You ready? Here we go. This is a new one. It's 
not recorded anywhere, and it's kind of still coming together. Good evening. Louder Eels, Bad Hombres. Bad Hombres, why don't you give us a B selection? Fuerte, 
Desde la histórica altura Ponle todo Santa Clara Despierta para verte Aquí se queda la clara La entrañable transparencia De tu querida presencia Comandante Che Guevara Seguiremos adelante como siempre te seguimos, con Fidel te decimos, hasta siempre, comandante, aquí se queda la clara, la entrañable transparencia de tu querida presencia, comandante. Así de nuevo un día Afuera de la tierra nueva Con de todo tu verdura Aquí para verte Aquí se queda la clara La entrañable transparencia De tu querida presencia Comandante in San Francisco here wherever you happen to be we'd be rooting the radio we'd be there a spirits from San Francisco coming together from what it was before it was in San Francisco to right now the past shakes hands of the future to the now right now I'm going to read a little roomy I see Rob is here these folks are going to be bad hombres are going to be doing a set, to, a set later hang on in here's a little roomy just open to it, but it seems to be uh, right for the occasion. My worst habit, that I get so tired of winter, I become a torture to those I'm with. If you're not here, nothing grows. I like clarity, clarity. my words tangle and knot up. How to cure bad water, send it back to the river. How to cure bad habits, send, it back to, send me back to you. When water gets caught in habitual whirlpools, dig away out through the bottom of the ocean. There's a secret medicine given to only, only to those who hurt so hard they can't hope. The hopers would feel slighted if they knew. Look, as long as you can at the friend, at the friend you love, no matter whether the friend is moving away from you 
we're coming towards you. Don't let your throat tighten with fear. Take sips of breath all day and night before death closes your mouth. Dissolve with sugar, dissolve me. If this, is the, if, if this is the time, do it gently with a touch of a hand or a look. Every morning I wait at dawn. That's when it's happened before. Or do you suddenly, or, or do it suddenly like an execution? How, how, how else can I get ready for death? Do it like just as an execution. How else can I get ready for death? You breathe on a body like a spark. You grieve and I begin to feel lightened. You keep me away with your arm, but the keeping away is pulling me in. Pale sunlight, pale the wall. Love narrows me, love moves away, the light changes. I need more grace than I thought. So here we the folks in the room from the 15th century, and I feel at 82 years old, I can feel it because it talks to me. As I, as I approach that time, with most of my life behind me, a little bit ahead, and here I am at 82, saying, hey folks, here we be, beatniks, hippies, punk as fuck, here we be. So hey, uh, yeah. you got a little music you play? Or what well, you know, you? Dave, that you know how our, our show is kind of magical, and, uh, and the, magical. The, the theme emerges. Yeah, it definitely, definitely, definitely magical. But so you were reading that that Rumi poem, that translation there, about um, that you know if it's going to be a, a death, um, think of it like an execution, right? So it's kind of happens Treat- fast, boom, like that. Well, I was I saw a movie last night that I recommend everybody go see. It's called Just Mercy. And uh, it's based on the true story of Brian Stevenson, who's an attorney and the founder of the Equal oh, Justice Initiative. The, um, the EJI, um, Equal Justice Initiative. It's still in Montgomery. Uh, it's in Alabama. I might be saying the wrong city, but um, it's Montgomery. But the they just made a feature. Um, I mean, a, a feature film um, about uh, his early days as an attorney, moving being a a, a, a black. Harvard graduate, law graduate who moves down to Alabama um, and takes on all of these death row cases. Um, and um, there is, you know, what, without giving too much away, there is one execution that takes place in, in, the, in the film. And um, it's not graphic at all. They, they really did this like so tastefully and beautifully. Um, I taste for execution. Well, not, not the, not the execution itself, but like the movie, you know, it's not, it's not gory and graphic. Like, like so many movies are, you know, like exactly what it it, it was heavy enough to, to, to not have to do that. And they didn't. Um, but the, the person in the movie who ends up, uh, get, being like kind of waiting all day because he has his date and he says this is the weirdest day because you you know most people don't get to sit there and think about that this is their last day um it was just it, that's what it touched upon but i i really um the equal justice initiative do amazing work they've gotten 164 people um off of death row They've exonerated countless people for various crimes, for wrongful convictions. They do such amazing work. So I want to, I want to highly recommend that go see the movie Just Mercy. It came out yesterday. Um, it's very moving and very relevant. In Alabama, remember, folks, 
Not in Alabama. In fact, I heard the uh, the, the main character, his name? Who's the main character? Brian Stevenson. Brian Stevenson was on NPR yesterday. I believe NPR, that. Uh, Brian Stevenson is also a producer of the show. He also helped make it happen, help write it. The things the producer does. Oh yeah, highly involved. I mean, the, so much, involved. so much of this is going to help the that group, that organization, um, to do the work that they want, that they continue to do. I mean, this was set in the late '80s when he first moved down there, um, and, and it covers a, a span of a few years. But you oh, know, boy. this is a very these are very modern times. You know. Um, the, even in the, up, up until the early 90s. I think it spans from about 87 to about 93. Isn't one of the pivotal moments is uh, when he meets up with his mother? Is his mother in the movie? Yeah. Is it? I, I, well, she was, maybe she's just... But anyway, maybe he just talks about it, what it was like to let his mother know that he was moving to Alabama. Yeah. Out of Harvard. A good, an Afro-American young black boy went to Harvard and made that choice to go to Alabama. Yeah, Why yeah. Was he? Yeah, it was a it was a it weighed heavily on on his mother who was, you know, af- afraid for him and That's it. um, you know, but he bravely, you know, went down there and and talk about grassroots Dave, you know, just a couple people starting out trying to take on cases and give people um, you know, free representation um in very serious scenarios. So um yeah, and it's still happening across this country. So, yeah, and we're part. We should be part of it. We will. We, we are. We are part of it. That's how we are part of it for such a long time. Being part of the grassroots, putting a powerful message to people out there, grassroots, wherever they happen to be, to find one another. Do what you can. Begin to build a movement, and we can win. Just as they did in Alabama. If you could go down to Alabama at that time to go to Alabama, that was the 60s, right? When he went no, down? it was the 80s. The 80s. He late went down late the 80s. 80s. Oh, late 80s. Well, things were a little. Rough. Well, not really, and that's the, that's the point. You know, it's 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 exposing, um, you know, a, a reality that's not really that far in wow. away, and in many cases, it's still. I mean, there's still people serving sentences, oh, for, you know, from 30, 40 years ago, just because it was like a quick case and they didn't have good representation or, you know, so they looked at somebody funny and they're just like, you're it, you know, you're in, uh, wow. you can't fight this. So the, so the equal justice initiative, they, they do fight it. And a lot of other organizations across the country. So, um, I mean, even in, even in California, you have people, one of the leading causes and leading um, contributing factors to wrongful convictions is like f- mistaken identification. Um, there's a lot of science and psychology behind the fact that you can't really trust the memory of, of like witnesses and things like that to actually say, oh, that, that that's the person. You know, show them a lineup of a bunch of weird people and you're like, oh, well, that one's kind of close. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot that hinges upon it. Um, and it sh- and and uh, you know cops are no better at it apparently so wow. you can't like train someone to get better at identifying people um, so it's uh, they want to get out there they want to say case solved we have him he's in San Quentin twenty years case solved of course well that sounds like a really good film I'd like to see yes and, and it's a book too it to others to see I do it's based on the mem it's based on Brian Stevenson's memoir called Just Mercy and the movie came out yesterday and it's beautiful wow and he had a big role uh, 
been putting it together. Is it a documentary or is it no? It's a it's a it's a film. Wow. This thing, I mean, this is huge. Jamie Foxx is in it. Oh my god. Um, I forget the main actor. Um, he's kind of the well, other whatever. Main actor. It's not a documentary. No. It's some of the best actors in Hollywood uh, in the country. Uh, uh, playing these roles because they're not, it's not just for the money. It was because they're dedicated to putting out that powerful message, I guess. That's right. Michael B. Jordan is the... Michael Jordan. Michael B. Well, Jordan. Yeah, he's come the Come in. I work for whatever. It's important to put forth that message. Hey, Rob, how you be? Hey, Dave. smile. I'm all right. Haircut. <laughs> Looking good. I'm, well, do, I'm is, doing better now. It's great to see the both of you. Yeah, Weather's welcome. Good. Welcome back. And it must be good to see what they're doing. When you, you, you get the, the, on your email or somewhere, you just got the fact this show is going to be happening tonight. Is that right? Yeah. And you felt better. You said, well, they're coming back. It's been a while. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I just came off a uh, a long, a four-day train trip. I just did Amtrak across America. What? And... You know, four days on a train is too much, but at the same time, <laughs> two or maybe three days is is a, a magical experience. I, I sat next to a uh, a blues a blues player. Uh, he's been in making a living at the blues for fifty years. He has wow. his, his national guitar with him, and you know, I'm just you know, I'm pretty much an amateur. I'm a comedian who happens to make music, but uh, and I said, you know, I, well, I, I I can't follow you. You know, he wanted me to you know to play with him, and I said I can't do that, oh. and he said. Yes, you can. You don't know that you can, but you can. And and all of a sudden, I'm sitting there with him, and I'm, and I'm following him, and yeah. I'm, I'm following his changes. And jamming across the country with the old blues guy. Yeah. Well, it could be better. It's a magical trip. Yeah. And I and the next day, I was chatting with um, a, a guy who an old codger from with a with a Cockney Scouse accent, and uh, and after a while, he says, you know, you remind me of, of one of my mates when I was a kid. I was I was in Liverpool when I was a kid, and uh, you remind me a little bit of, of a guy I knew named Paul. Uh-huh. And you know he's just you know flattery, flattery, but uh-huh. uh, but yeah, you never know who you're gonna meet on. And a... the secret of uh, I've taken my cross country trip a couple of times. The secret is that in the uh, if you go upstairs into the observation car, you know, mm-hmm. you can uh, you can uh, spread your sleeping bag out, spread yourself out, and really not all crawl up in a chair. You can uh, you'll go up there and the train through. Will not bother you, particularly if you've been friendly towards them. It's uh, the idea of uh, riding a train. It, it sounds like you did it. It was to be open to people, let people know, and find one another. And myself being such a character, that works really well. Yeah. And who's this guy? He's San Francisco. Well, he's Diamond Dave. Well, anyway, so glad to see you. What were you uh, you were off for the holidays? Yeah, my family? family is in Pennsylvania, so I wow. spent uh, five days in the Poconos and then four days in Kennett Square, and that was beautiful too. What's Kennett Square? Is that part of Philadelphia? That's south of Philadelphia, right near the Delaware border, the oh, uh, wow. mushroom capital of the Northeast. And your family there? Yeah. Wow. And they, do they worry to your mom and your dad? Was that? Yeah. Uh, so I'm sure they're glad to see you in good health. And hey, I don't know if you told them you're going to be by, by right here and right back in San Francisco on Mutiny Radio and they can get them on there, but you can because it's going to be a podcast. I'll tell them, you and them and the podcast. Once, we're on, once we put this out here, we can be heard anytime. Is that right, Paravel? That's right. We're um, broadcasting live, of course, on mutinyradio.fm. Um, and the podcast for this night's show will be under the um, under open pages. 
So you go to the podcast archive and we're in the open pages podcast because this is um, E.K. Keats hour um, that she has the Saturday nights from eight to 10 open pages. She'll be here next Saturday night, every third Saturday. Um, and she does featured poetry um, and conversation there. And when there's time, a little bit of poetry open mic, but I believe it's poetry only. So we kind of share that time slot now. Um, so open pages, open pages, open mind and open heart. That's what we're about. Yeah. And open sesame. There's sesame. How do you say? Anyway, things come to mind when, when I've got facing this, this mic. It just rolls out here. Once again, I'll say this one more time, maybe more. It's a, it's a full moon in San Francisco. Let it take you where it takes you. Rob, take us where you take us. All right. And the train gave me a couple other wonderful things. I wrote two songs while wow. I was chugging across America. And this is the first one. This is called The Poverty Blues. The only animal to invent a mirror. How do we look ourselves in the face? Look at all our genocide. Even we want to kill the human race. But... Strangest of all, you'll agree, the animal who invented poverty. The only animal to invent the enema, one coffee to go up my butt. We invented date rape as well, we give flowers, we give hell. And Strangest of all, you'll agree, the animal who invented poverty. Don't tell me I'm a commie, just ask do I believe in sharing, and then ask yourself do you, all you do? Me too. The only animal to invent prison. A ticking clock on sanity. Of course, we invented the blues. We cry in harmony. And strangest of all, you'll agree the animal who invented poverty. The only animal to invent circumcision. Carving our kids with precision The only animal to invent suicide Death is where we go to hide And strangest of all, you'll agree The animal who invented poverty Poverty Poverty. Wow. That's a work in progress. <laughs> it's just a work in progress. And it really connects to the poem of Rumi that I read, uh, that, that I just opened up to. 
earlier. That yeah, and then the last song that I did here last time, uh, I, I also referenced the the roomie there with the, the lines about about death and and about uh, oh God, I mean, it was it was all about the. Yeah, the the smiling blues. Hmm. I got the smiling blues. And when you're on a train in America in the year 2020, 2019, or whenever, you see poverty from the train. You see the underpasses. You see the encampments in the open fields. You see the litter. You see the tents. You the see tents. you see you know the discarded people and the discard of America. And it's 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 peppered in amongst like the beauty of the of the landscape, and uh, it's as I remember being. I I rode a train last New Year's Day, and that was um, something I recall. Wow, yeah, it's true. It's an amazing journey. It's amazing that I've taken it, and amazing looking at meeting people along the way. And where's the giant Stein makeup today? The Chronicle. We had Grace McGrath coming out of the '30s. What's going to come out of the the arts while we're now 2020? We have that perfect vision. Who's going to have that perfect vision of you laying out? Maybe you've, you've got. Why don't you give us this uh, B selection? All right, here we go. Let's uh, let's lighten it up a little bit. Let's uh, let's, up, let's get a little laughter yeah. in the place. Yeah, a little silliness. Silly. <laughs> this is uh, here we go. This is called the FM Blues. Every love song ever wrote, every line, every single note was not about love or anything so elevated. Every love song ever wrote was for one purpose created, and at long last the truth must finally be stated. Please somebody fuck me, or somebody please please. Is that romantic enough? I'll get down on my knees. I wanna hold your hand, has more than hand-holding planned. Uh, nothing compares to you. Unless we're through, then nothing compares to somebody new, near, far, wherever you are, I believe that our fucking goes on, fuck me tender. Fuck me long, fuck me in thee. Every breath you take, every move you make, every cake you bake, every orgasm you fake, I'll be fucking you. I just called to say I'll fuck you. What a man, what a man, what a man, what a mighty good man. Fucking me. Have I told you lately that I'll fuck you? It's very clear, our fucking's here to stay. Not for a year, but ever and a day. The Rockies may crumble, Gibraltar may tumble. They're only made of clay, but our fucking's here to stay. Like a prayer, save a prayer. I say a little prayer. My prayer and the grand champion of all daughters by John Mayer please somebody fuck me oh somebody please please what too desperate I'm down here on my knees love poems are crap too let's call crazy crazy love poems are just love songs that mm, got a little lazy please somebody fuck me oh somebody please please do 
I have a chance in this dance of birds and bees? Please, somebody fuck me. I cannot take a tease. Can anybody find me? Somebody to Oh shut up already Fuck Glad we have this uh, this venue where you come regularly, always with a new song or two. Ah, oh, bless you, Dave. Bless you, Val. It's well, so you. nice to be back home. Isn't hey, it? welcome back. And we have to talk about this, Val. We have to begin doing this hopefully on a more regular basis. I'm talking to myself, and people me. get used to it. It's, we're killing you, and we're bringing you to life, or whatever. Look who's here. Did you have something else you wanted to do, Val? Uh, no, that's my two new train songs. Perfect. Nice. Pass it off. Way to be. Look who's here. Who's this, Val? I, I didn't get to prepare as much as I wanted to, but I came upon some amazing information. It's Joan Rivard. Yes. Joan Rivard, that's who. And, and this isn't my writing, and, and I've just got notes here, and I didn't even get a chance to highlight them, but I've been studying the CIA and mind control and hate street and how oh huge it was, how much it touched every single thing. And, and all of our rock idols and, and uh, MK Ultra, you know, trying to make people stupid, trying to make them hate each other. It's been in motion, you know. And, but I think the message that I really have is... So you're saying hate street is kind of a living laboratory for mind control? Absolutely. Oh, yes. Absolutely. And the um, Hate Ashbury Neighborhood uh, Free Clinic. Uh, oh, my a wonderful and nice, wonderful doctor. I love him, but the, uh, maybe, hopefully he didn't know what was going on, but... Charles Manson and his girls were up and down those stairs a million times, and so were at least two big shots from the CIA and MK Ultra mind control, and they knew exactly what they were doing. They wanted to kill the, the movement. Of well, that's police. a long time ago. No, it's uh, whatever. You know, we need to see what's happening now because... Well, that's what I'm thinking. Did it know. succeed? Do you think there's a chance that we can survive? Well, let me keep talking, okay, because I forget what I'm going to okay, say. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, which I forgot. <laughs> um, well, I, I hope so. I, I'm believing, as I'm looking at this, you know, they took acid and they saw God, and it was, you know, that's real. That's a real thing. And and even though, you know, the CIA and MK Ultra and, and bad elements in the government tried to use that and to, um, you know, mess with people, they came up with it in the first place a lot of times. Um, I still feel like they, it backfired on them that, um, you know, instead of people becoming stupid and going back to the Stone Age, which is what they had planned, uh, they called it the New Dark Age, um, and I have it all in these notes, and I spent all day writing the notes, and now I can't even see them, but, <laughs> but I'll try to make it brief that... Um, I, I'm very old, and I forget things when I stop talking. I'm sorry. And um, I'm, I just turned 71 two days ago. And um, Happy yeah. birthday, Joan. Thank you. 
I think it's important to save this thing, and we have to see the truth of what's really going on. I always wondered, you know, why were the mamas and papas, why was the guy wearing the funny hat that looked ridiculous with the fur on it, okay? How come all our, our rock idols died of drug overdoses? Maybe they killed them. It's possible, really, if they knew. A lot of them knew. A lot of these people were children of uh, people that were in intelligence, big shots in, in the intelligence community, and um, they they got sent out there. They they got primed. I don't know how they did this, but you know, to take something that's really about higher consciousness, love, peace, and understanding—that's what this planet needs. That's what was happening. It got loose. It got loose, and and they thought they could use LSD to mess with people, mess with their minds, make them have false confessions, uh, false memories. They're into all that. They're still into all that. And, 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 and so instead of that, you know, lots of people got enlightened because that's what people have used since the beginning of time is stuff like mushrooms and, you know, stuff in nature that helped them to see visions and to feel connected with all humanity. And that's what happened to millions of people. I personally don't think they expected that at all. I mean, <laughs> look what happened. And, and it really is a possibility of people getting smart and not being so violent, not having such wars and, and terrible economic conditions. And they don't want that to happen, you know, so they did everything they could. You know, they sent out weird-looking bands that look like devils and, and, and real skanky late ladies that sleep with everybody and people that die of drug overdoses, and they lied about a lot of it too. And they did this on purpose to make people hate us. And I don't know, I'm speaking out because this has been in my heart for a long time. And I think I, I have found the research. It turns out, Allen Ginsberg, you know, uh, Abby Hoffman, I, don't, I didn't look at, I didn't see him, but what have we got? Um, a lot of these people, and I didn't get my glasses out, they were in, in the uh, mind control programs. They had been with the, they had been to CIA offices. They had, um, they're connected with that. Let me see what I've got here. Uh, Jolly West was an expert in CIA mind control. He'd been involved in deprogramming POWs in North Korea. Uh, he was a big shot. He, he was the boss of um, the guy who was um, Manson's, um, um, his, his uh, what, what do you call that? Uh, you know, when he got out of jail, his... his parole officer? Yeah, his parole officer, yes. And they all had office, the parole officer, and his name was Roger Smith, Manson parole officer. He was with Manson, all three together at the clinic that were involved in mind control experiments with mice to see if they could make them violent with speed. They were experimenting with um, LSD and with speed, and they didn't get anywhere with LSD. It just makes people peaceful, but they discovered that if you give them speed and crowd people together, crowd mice together, they become violent. Bad trips. And that's exactly what happened on Hate Street. Everybody says, oh, yeah. Very bad trips. It went bad, you know, after a little while, and it was because a lot of speed came in. We know they did, a lot of people already know, they did that on purpose. Well, it, it was about mind control experiments, and why was Roger Manson's uh, parole officer when he was based in Los, his crimes were in Los Angeles and uh, Roger Smith was based in San Francisco. Uh, San Francisco project. They made a San Francisco project 
by funded by the National Institute of Mental Health. Um, uh, and then Roger Smith, who was his parole officer, was also a researcher in ARP Amphetamine Research Project. Oh, my goodness. Oh, there's more. I wish I had put this together better, but um, let's see. Um, well, where did you find out about all this? What was uh, your I can tell you, I found Why out. You go, go to the bibliography God, for now. It? And then next week, you'll be more together, perhaps, or next time we have a show, will be next week. You'll be more together, more organized, and we do. I we're will getting, be, we're getting the, um, we're getting the drift. Things are bad, but you've survived. I want to ask you about that. Go ahead. Okay. Um. They, they, they don't. They're not even sure if, if the Manson kids did the murder. They think this guy named Charles Takat did it. Who's they? He, he was Uncle Charles Takat, good with knives, six foot six. Military intelligence ties. Oh my goodness! Lied about not knowing Manson. Worked for intelligence agency at the time of the murders. He was under Frank Fine, a government assassin, um, and they were both uh, second-generation intelligence. Actually, him and this guy named Boyle were second-generation intelligence. Tacott was an assassin for the CIA, and they had both been guests at Cielo Drive, where the murder took place. And so, a lot, all these players had been at the place already and knew these people. They all so knew each other. So, is this a book you've read that that's uh, an expose? They call it. The you know, I, 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 I hope that I thought that I wrote down on the front page where I got this stuff. <laughs> oh, I can tell you exactly where I got this. I, and I forgot the name of the author. I actually have to call the library. Is it this one? Yes, Tom yes, this is it. Thank yeah. you. Yes, it's Tom O'Neill wrote Chaos, Charles Manson, the CIA, and the Secret History of the 60s. Wow. It is a mind blower. It's got all the information. Do you have it? No, but I've heard about it. Wow. Good. I'm I've glad you got it. Hold on to that for me. I'm going to write it down <laughs> here. Okay. And so Manson was not nice arrested research, for Leo. a long time. <laughs> they, they, knew who, who, they knew he'd done it. They knew he was involved, and they did not arrest him. Also, before it happened, for years, he kept getting arrested, and they kept letting him out. You know, he was in prison most of his life. And uh, uh, Dennis Wilson said he, Dennis Wilson of the Beach Boys said he knew why the murders were committed and would someday tell the world uh, why, why did, wasn't Manson accused earlier. The Cielo landlord knew it, would Mans, it was Manson but said nothing. Uh, the Beach Boys and the whole community knew it was Manson before the world did. Their manager, Parks, said the FBI, uh, okay, police destroyed all records. Um, okay, it, 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 there's a lot. Hang on. So to cut to the chase, let me find what you see and what this talks about, that when they, when they wanted to bring the 60s down, that time when uh, peace and love was prevailing, it looked like, Time when it was out of the Beatles, the music was. Time when we were talking about peace and love. They decided it was time that needed to be destroyed. And Charles Manson was a, was a vehicle for that, was a weapon of the CIA or whoever. They came, they, they came to Hate Street to really bring it down because they knew Hate Street was the key. They thought it was the key. That if, they, if they closed down Hate Street, which of course they did, uh, everything would be all right. But it turned out that from their, from their position. But it turned out it wasn't true, isn't that right? Here you are, here I am, here Val is, here everybody is in this room, finding that common thread, and they haven't done it in yet. 
Is that right? Well, it's like I'm saying. I think it backfired on them. And not that part, the Manson part. That worked really well. It turned people off to hippies for, what, 50 years? And I'm here to say, no, it was staged. The whole thing was planned. Wow. And so were many other things. Uh, There are people, Aldous Huxley to George Orwell. Here's what he said to George Orwell. The world's rulers will discover that infant conditioning and narco-hypnosis are more efficient as instruments of governments than clubs and prisons. He was suggesting that to people into loving their servitude, he said, suggesting people into loving their servitude is better than flogging and kicking them into obedience. That was uh, what uh, Huxley said to Orwell, or Orwell said to Huxley. That's not really in their vocabulary. Huxley said to Orwell. Okay. And the the key player in all this was Dr. Lewis Jolion West, who also had, I believe, an office in the Hate Street uh, Free Clinic. And I don't believe the doctor, David, had anything to do with this. I mean, he he was involved in mice experiments, but, you know, I I think he was just trying to do the right thing. But uh, the guy behind a lot of this, the boss of uh, Manson's uh, parole officer, was Dr. Louis Joylin West. And he was... He was a CIA MKUltra researcher. Oh, my goodness. And he said, the role of drugs in the exercise of political control is also coming under increasing discussion. Control can be through prohibition or supply. Hey, they give it to you, then they prohibit it. And he actually said this, the total or even partial prohibition of drugs gives the government considerable leverage for other types of control. An example would be the selective application of drug laws permitting immediate search or no-knock entry against selected components of the population, oh my goodness. such as members of certain minority groups or political organizations. He also suggested, but a government could also supply drugs to help control a population. And then the, the author says, the governing element employing drugs selectively to manipulate the governed in various ways he also wrote that hippies living in rural communes were, quote, less bothersome and less expensive if they are living apart than if they are engaging in alternative modes of expressing their alienation, such as active, organized, vigorous political protest and dissent. And they're talking about what they call a new dark age. And that's one reason they termed it the counterculture. I never liked that term. You know, we are culture. We're, we're a high culture. We have beautiful music and new fashions and just wonderful things, colors. And we are not the counterculture. We are the culture. We're more American. We're a, a real American culture. This well, was. When we get around the counter, we're the counterculture. And thanks to a mutiny radio, which lives with this program, mutiny way, the counter can go, go all the way around the planet. So there you are. And I want to say something. So we'll keep saying. You know, me personally, I am against a, a lot of weird-looking, sexy, uh, avant-garde stuff in our movement. I really am. I don't think that's helping us. I believe that a lot of that's been put there by, by those guys. Well, what are you talking about? I'm talking about, like, you know, saying fuck every 10 seconds and, and doing stuff that really turns off the majority of Americans. It makes them not listen to us. Well, I think a lot of people, I know a lot of people say fuck in every sentence are not really part of what we're about. The people I, uh, I see them, they're not, they're a whole different crew. They're a boring crew who are straight. A lot of them, I think, are for Trump. 
voted for Trump. Fuck, fuck, fuck. No, no, no. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Nowhere, no. But we're, we're going to continue to grow. It makes it so we can't unite when they well, do that. Like, I say it all the time. I hang out with street people all the time. You know, I have to watch my language at home and on the radio. And it's normal. Peasants, I've always talked like that. F-U-C-K means fornication under consent of king. Wow. Because in the Middle Ages and with the Catholic Church, that. you had to have oh. the king's consent. To, to get married or do anything. And yeah, but they use that. They use that. They use, you know, women that look like what you don't want your son to marry or, you know, the whole thing. They, they, may, they staged it to look really bad uh, on purpose, the, these MK Ultra guys and these mind control guys. And how else could they stop a, a consciousness movement just exploding across the planet which is really about people loving each other, you know, spiritually also and, and wanting to, to fix things. You know, they had to somehow put the brakes on that, and that's how they do it. And, um, you know, things that make most Americans cringe, uh, and, I, and you might know what I'm talking about, and someday I will talk about it more carefully, um, don't help us. They don't help us. We need those other Americans to unite. We've got to fight the police state. We've got to make something happen to, to stop the totalitarian forces in, in our country right now. We've got to stop the cameras. Those are real dangerous. Those are way more important than being so free that you can say, oh, yeah, what about Jim Morrison? Writes a song about, I want to kill my father and fuck my mother. Yay! That is not what we need. A lot of these songs, we don't know the words. We cannot hear the words. The music is gorgeous. Yeah, we love the music, but it turns out, okay, two of the writers for The Grateful Dead were involved with this. And I have their names here. Um, okay. Grateful Dead writers are Grateful Dead. I love The Grateful Dead, but look what they did to them. Okay, where are they? Hang well, on a second. Well, we, we could draw the line, the fact that there definitely is kind of a Grateful Dead cult. Well, it's a, a cult a tribe. They, because people <laughs> it's need... A tribe. But, you know, it's a, it's a tribe. They yeah, need tribe. something to believe they, in. They, 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 people need something. They will, and there's something beautiful in the dead. There's something beautiful in the hippie movement. It turns people on. But these other guys got hold of it, and they screwed it up. They well, added things that weren't there before. Well, why don't you take a look at shows where you tell us exactly who and some of the lines you object to? Because I, what I get from you, I'm afraid, is that you believe that somehow people can be censored, that people can tell what's right and what's wrong, and you have a, you have a right to tell them what's wrong. That they say, you started out really good, peace and love, but now you have a kind of diatribes about people that you would it sounds like you just told as well see dead, see the see dead what? that your enemies. I didn't say that. Yeah, I didn't say that, but it sounds a little bit like no, that. No, I'm upset because people are falling into slavery and tyranny. You know, but, I'm not mad at, at these people. I, I they did their best. Okay, well, yeah, I'm mad at the CIA doing. guys, but you I don't know? want you to accuse me of that. Okay, well you're always welcome here. And I'm glad to hear you and I'm glad maybe next time we're gonna be trying here once a month. Is that all we are now? Yeah, second Saturdays, eight to So maybe next time you could do a little, get them more of your research a little more together, and we can keep taking it one step at a time. Yeah, you know. Okay, well, I'm talking about facts here. It says it is also notable that two individuals associated with the Grateful Dead were once employees of C the CIA's MK Ultra pro program. 
band member and lyricist Robert Hunter. Robert Hunter? Yes, and songwriter John Perry Barlow. And Barlow. Who admitted in a 2002 Forbes magazine interview that he spent time at CIA headquarters at Langley. And, um... Well, but these are two, the two writers of two of, of, of some of the some of the best songs of the Grateful Dead, which as opposed to all of that, was written by one of those two. Those are the Grateful Dead writers, and, 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 and I'd like you to, or I'll find out which songs did they write, write and we'll, we'll listen to some of them and see whether they're studying. I will study them. I know that they tried to do beautiful things. That's the problem. The beast of totalitarianism. It takes the good things people do, like them, and it turns it around. You know, it says, "Okay, you have to add this line, or you have we'll we'll give you anything you want, but you have to have a weird haircut that makes people think you're weird." Oh, or, I know. Okay, you know they yeah. do this on purpose. So well, what? The, uh, the they, the great they. Yeah. Well, don't well, accuse yeah. me of hating these people. Okay, well, I am. I am upset to see what's taking place. That people are losing their liberties. They are big time losing their liberties right now. You know, the Patriot Act and, and all the cameras going up. Oh, my gosh, they're putting up cameras, you know, uh, all on each side of, of uh, Hate Street. Yeah, we've been, we've, ta- we've been talking a lot about what we can do about it. Hey, Leo, I want you to come in after this. We'll talk a bit about that, how we can get the grassroots together, how we can make it happen, what are connections to the Bernie campaign, how we can really build a movement and not feel that we're totally defeated, destroyed, and demolished. How about we play a little music? Yeah. Well, that's a good what? Yeah, what do you have? Play some Dad. Play some Dylan. Play something. Play something. But Dylan must be. Could be. Well, thanks a lot.
And you're listening to some music from our friends Brother Spellbinder. Listening to the Common Thread Collective here at MutinyRadio.fm. I'm Global Val. It's 2020, folks. We're in, we're in a new year. It's our first show of the new year, of the new decade. So, 1 1 1 2020. Uh, kind of a nice, auspicious date here as we. <clears throat> 
really um, try to bring every people together, um, seeing our common commonalities, our, our common humanities, uh, the the peace we want to see in the world, even though we have so many, uh, you know, obstructions thrown into our path, as we've just kind of uh, explored a little bit, the, the dark sides of, of uh, culture, infiltrated culture. Um, but we are the uh, we're kind of the, the green fields here um, where we, we, we grow out of the cracks of these crazy concrete walls around us and below us. So here I am with Bloodflower. Hi, Valerie. Hello. Nice to see you. Happy New Year. Same to you. I wanted to see if I could get Leo in here to play some guitar with me. Oh, you want to see if Leo will come and play guitar? Uh, he's... Wondering, well, oh, yeah, what I could do is I could play a little music while you could get them. You no, know, I brought that CD so you wouldn't play the, the um, That's so you tr- could have some new music. Oh, yeah, so you brought me um, some uh, some John Trudell. Yes. yes. Huh, did you put this together? Oh, uh, Richard Sandorell. Sandorell. Yeah. I I'm re-gifting. Thank you, I recognized it. I'm re-gifting. Let me ask. Uh, yeah, I'll put this in and... <laughs> get something going this is how we do things at mutiny radio we just uh you know we make it work we make it work oh here we go here comes leo yeah they're both on they're both um they're not on they're both functional nice yeah sounds good let's do this then i what, uh, what kind of mood do you want? Um, this is a piece about resistance. Okay. Um, a sonnet. It's based on um, um, the Book of Job. I am a flower and I am drunk thrusting a lotus face upward staring down my nemesis the sun I am lotus flower drunk on the blood of the saints my face bound in a faith not of refuge not of opiated bliss but of ordeal you know me you know me well from going to and fro on the earth and walking up and down on it I am become darkness made visible the fallen star youth yearn to wish upon I am the dark flame that dwells in the heart of the lotus. Cast the lots, skin for skin. You know me well. I will not debase myself before your creation. You know me. I am the other road, the other method. Curse me and die. 
I am the here and the now for you, the alpha and the omega at hand for you. Maranatha, I have arrived. I am here, darkness made visible, a flame that dwells within, skin for skin. I am not hidden in plain sight, occulted behind numerous veils. I am among the ones, the ones who remain. I am among the ones who remain to resist. Happy New Year, everybody. Nice. Hippy New Year. Hippy New Year. Hippy Hippy Shakes for everybody. Thanks, Bloodflower. Wait, 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 wait a second. You got a, an, yeah, got something yeah, else? I, that you were gonna... this one. Okay. Yeah. yeah, he's got another one. Uh, thank you for indulging yeah. me. Thanks, Leo. That, that was a thank nice you, collaboration. Thank you. Thank you. Um, it's um, Infidel Sonnet, version number six. Gin of my heart's seven chambers Keep me wild, keep me raw. In these wanton acts of willful submission, gin of my inner heart's twin, raise us in unison, in an unbroken line, above the vile acts of necromancers. The witch of Endor, I sought her not. Her red left hand, her house of skulls on the hill, I learned to divine my own dreams in sheets of ebony mirrors bathed in candle glow. Gin of my demon brothers, raise us in a vertical line above the sordid acts of necromancers. Gin of my sandal strap, guide my path. Thrust into being from a mere clot of blood, three drops of sperm, unblemished, Here I dwell alone. There is no God where I am. Dwelling in solitude, I thrive. I have no spouse, no consort. And that bitch out in the desert, denying the devil and raising the dead, is not my son. The result of a long winter. (laughs) <laughs> sounds like sounded a little bit like winter but we've, we've got a whole uh, just a second we, you have an announcement too right yeah um january 25th alley cat galleria 7 to 9 p.m um mana dream tanuki spider cat ed dang and uh a lot of poets to be announced. Probably uh, quite a few poets. And that's a Saturday night? And that is a Saturday night. That's a Lunar New Year. Oh. That's a Lunar New Year. Everybody's welcome, you know. Wow. Um, the 25th. And this is Yeah. And that's a Lunar New Year. So it's, I see somewhere blood lights all connected. Yes. Thanks for coming through. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, have, yeah, a, have a lovely New Year. Yeah, we thanks. We want to connect with all local events to help build this movement and uh, to build this movement that we're thinking of that's beginning to nurture right here.
Is that right? Uh, is that right? Uh? Yeah, and also the twenty fifth. So uh, if you go out to the to Alley Cat on the evening of the twenty fifth for the for that show, that'll be the same day as the um, international um, protests um, for no war in Iran. Um, all across the country and around the world, there'll be protests being held here in, uh, on January 25th. Definitely here in San Francisco, um, the Answer Coalition are the are the folks who are kind of coordinating or, or um, that. So um, I recommend um, I'm going to be out in the streets that day, um, as I have been for any time. There's an opportunity to stand up against uh, war. Um, and certainly we don't need uh, to escalate anything further. Uh, so the 25th of January will not only be uh, and a day to um, stand for peace, it'll also be Lunar New Year and also be a chance for you to go and be part of community and go over to Alley Cat Books that night. Well, that sounds beautiful. And answer, answer once again is jumping in. Uh, once again, I'll be there if you put forth the anarchist, free-spirited, from the bottom up, alternative. Because Answer is a, they have a little group, it's one of these Marxists, uh, anyway. Answer, I see their signs, they're always the same. I see them, they're always alike. We need to break free from all of that. That's my own personal opinion. I got you. I got you, Dave. There, yeah. That just in terms of if you're looking for um, a, a protest to attend, that's a good place to go for source there. information about where where they're going to be. I'll be there. And we've been talking. We've been talking about global this. day of protest. We've been talking about this too, haven't we? Uh, uh, Leo talking about what 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 about how how we can build right here independent grassroots group not led by any particular group who has their own agenda, whether they be Marxist, Leninist, or what or not, but how we can come out of the grassroots. Is that right, uh, Leo? Uh, yeah, we've been talking about the war. We've been talking about uh, you know the upcoming election. We've talk, been talking about organizing. Um, I'm a member of the DSA. I am too. Yeah. And uh, well, wait a minute. Stop for a second. Mm -hmm. Most people probably don't know what the DSA is. The Democratic Socialist Alliance DSA uh, of America. Of yes, America. That's right. Well, tell us America. a bit about that. We've been all together. Were you well? Uh, yeah. So uh, the Democratic Socialists of America is a socialist organization. Uh, I think, what is the term they use? A multi... Um, faceted? Faceted, yeah. There's anarchists, all socialists, you know, anarchists, Marxists, Leninists. They're all there at the meeting. Uh, they don't always see eye to eye on things, but they're all of them share the goal of getting rid of capitalism, you know? Without believing that, uh, what I can see is that believing that the, that the, the DSA we are to be the vanguard who have the quick truth and can lead, lead people to the promised land. I, I that, don't think they're trying to be the vanguard. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean... Is that what I said? Yeah. I thought you said they were trying to be the vanguard, no, but no, no they're no, not no, trying no. to be the vanguard. No, no, the other groups are the vanguard yeah. in their own mind. But like, for instance, the Answer Coalition mm -hmm. has such a group in the charge who believes that. Oh, yeah. The, okay. the idea of the vanguard is a Leninist term Yeah. that believes that the working class, regular people, are incapable of uh, 
of bringing, uh, doing more than going than fighting for a, a few a few more cents and in a, a few more cents in salary, mm-hmm. a few more dollars, and we're we're capable of doing any more than that. That takes a vanguard mm-hmm. of, of, of a very small group to take everybody to the promised land of communism. They believe in. Yeah. That's Lenin in Russia mm-hmm. in 1916 or well, 1917 mm-hmm. when he came when he came he came to the Finland station. Mm-hmm. Of, uh, from uh, from uh, from Switzerland, where he'd been in exile, with that theory, it's called the Vanguard theory. Yes. No, no, no. No. Enough I, of that. The people gotta want to liberate themselves, right? That's right. Yeah. And we talked about that. Haven't we talked about that, Leo? Yeah, we have. And you know, one thing that you said stuck with me is uh, that socialism starts at the home. You said that to me after the meeting, and uh, that that really struck me because, um, you know, the way you treat your neighbors. The way you treat your family, your friends, uh, yeah, it does start at home. Cats. And then I, I think another thing I would add is that it starts at the workplace too, you know, and just talking to your coworkers about, hey, you know, this isn't right. Um, I think I recently encountered a situation uh, where our boss was trying to make us sign a new contract. I'm a music teacher, and uh, I, there was a bill that passed this year i don't know if you know what the bill is but it's changing all the contracts ab5 yeah where it's yeah it's it's changing the kind of the nature of um independent contractors yes yeah and it's mostly your response to lyft and uber right not uh treating their employees well Mm -hmm. but uh so we are con we were contractors and we were becoming employees and uh, which I think is a good thing for me and for our the way our music school runs. Um, we get sick days now and more protection from work, or or for, you know from our boss. And uh, but she was trying to make us sign this crazy contract saying that we couldn't work anywhere else. You know she wanted us to sign an NDA and uh, that we couldn't yeah. be taking company secrets. And you know she's trying to protect her business. But um, it's non-disclosure. Isn't yeah, non-disclosure. Words, you say yeah, you say and you'll so, tell nobody. Yeah, she didn't want us huh. working for any other music school. You know, trying to, and then there was a clause about not being able to, uh, say anything negative about Russo music, and we'd be fined five hundred dollars if what? we did. That's the and, NDA part. Yes, and so I said, you know, I called in my coworkers into my, into my studio where I teach out of. And I was like, hey, have you guys seen this? Like. We can't sign this. And so, uh, you know, I think, you know, the socialism starts at home, like your workplace, like that's the kind of thing that's important, you know, like um, organizing your workplace, making your coworkers aware of unjust things that your boss might be trying to do to you. Yeah. So and that's an, that's an interesting. That. Uh, I didn't sign it. Uh, a lot of my coworkers didn't sign it, but um, I think some of them did. I couldn't get everybody on board, but yeah. she kind of just... She's, she's not going to fire us. She needs us to teach, you know? She's not going to fire the whole staff. If you, do, you, can start, you can start your own free cooperative collective music. I, I want to do that. I would love to do that, actually. Uh, but that costs money that I don't have. Yeah. <laughs> well, some of we, yeah. we happen to be living. Yeah. Talk about where you live, I've talked about. Oh, yeah. So we I live... Be, let, let me finish it. Mm-hmm. We're happy to be living in a place that cries out for being uh, useful and something like that. You could have a music school right there in the in the main space at the uh, at the at the uh, main space where we live at the uh, 
flower shop with a vibe and stuff and yeah. you could you could have a music school there really. Yeah, that's a good idea, Dave. Well, ideas yeah. are good. Uh, ideas are cheap and they work. Think about it. Yeah. Think about this. You've been there, haven't you, uh, Val? Yeah, I've been there. You yeah. see, there's plenty of room to do stuff. Yeah. I'd like to have a. Uh, and then, well, let's go into that. So we could have a music school there. Mm-hmm. And let's go to the next chapter, mm-hmm. which is where do we go? It's 2020. Mm-hmm. We're going to get more and more with the, we're into uh, into election madness. Yeah. March 8th is the California primary. Mm-hmm. And then is the, well, where there's primaries in many states. Yep. And it's going to be crazy after them. Mm-hmm. And I, but I, I'll be supporting the Bernie campaign. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I the Democratic Socialists. They had everybody went there. They were going to say, "What, uh, what demands or advice should we ask for the Bernie campaign?" And I wanted to say, "You can be the Bernie campaign. You are the Bernie campaign. Why not? Why leave it to professional Democrats? Why leave it to professional politicians when the people could do it themselves?" Yep, here, here. Yeah, and and on those lines, I wanted to mention tonight. Um, so, with the primaries coming up in March of 2020, it is the Democratic. Um, it's the presidential primary, right? Mm-hmm. So that's everyone's opportunity to vote for who you really want you know that's 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 the election where you don't hold back that's the election where you say this is who i want um and 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 whoever gets you know the most votes out of that may likely especially because we're in california we're such a huge state Mm -hmm. go on to be the democratic nominee for president Mm -hmm. so this is not the time to to waver and like be afraid of voting for your candidate this is a time to actually vote for your candidate because you may not get another chance yep one of the things i wanted to make sure that people are aware of because it's a little tricky um because i know many of us are against the two-party system that dominates our country so if you're registered to vote and you are voting as an if you're registered under a no party preference Mm -hmm. so you haven't chosen a party remember the independent party is actually a party no don't (laughs) so don't don't sign up for that you know if unless that's your actual political party Mm -hmm. don't check independent um and and so a couple things definitely go online and check and make sure um that you're registration is up to date um you know that you haven't gotten like accidentally like cut off of some photo registration list or something because there's a lot of glitches going on around the country um and also in california if you are a no party preference person um then you in order to vote for a democratic candidate in the primary you have to request a crossover ballot Mm. so there's several parties like if you are part of the um, american independent party the democratic party or the libertarian party you can vote um uh, you have wait hold let me let me me, me, wait step back there i got a little confused um yeah no party preference voters um they can vote in the Democratic you can, election. Yeah. If you're no party preference, you can vote for the Democratic, Libertarian, or American Independent yes, Party. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. But you have to request a mm-hmm. crossover ballot. Yeah. Crossovers. And the American Independent Party is like a right-wing party. Yeah, so people month. accidentally signed up. My mom accidentally signed up, and she has to send her the link thought. to re-register. Yeah. yeah, it's that comes from the time it was they got on the ballot that this guy who started it, who had been a governor, I think, in Alabama, I think, mm-hmm. and started and got on the ballot, but they've hardly had any candidates since. It's like a relic, mm-hmm. it's like a fossil mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. The Green Party also 
people may have signed up for. That's still there. Yeah. If you registered as green, you might be green, even though they seem to have pretty much collapsed. So be careful. And the, the Democratic primary is coming up, yeah. which is everybody's primary in a sense. Mm-hmm. And so decide whether you... And one thing I want to say, it looks like the powers that be in the Democratic Party are very afraid of... Uh, Bernie, yep. who's like the like progressive, progressive, and they like to see Biden, no, the former vice no. president. Oh, dear God. Yeah, another no. white guy. <laughs> hey, man, what he's saying, but just another white guy. Watch Hashtag no Joe. He has no millions Joe. of dollars that suddenly came to him to do it, but what a boring human being. What a shoot. Bernie. He's part of the, like, the old guard, you know, and yeah. he just doesn't get that people see through it. Mm-hmm. I hope so. People see through it across this country. Bernie's yeah. raised more money for more individuals than yep. any other Democratic candidate. The grassroots. Right? Grassroots. No, the grassroots. Hey, the grassroots. Hey, 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 hey brother. Yeah. The grassroots, I think, is that what I want to do, kind of to wind it up, but you can wind it up in your way, mm-hmm. is that find your friends, the mm-hmm. at work, yeah. where you live, come together, mm-hmm. and get together and decide what you want to do. And so throughout this neighborhood, for instance, and throughout mm-hmm. the city and around the world, people will be doing that. Yeah. And connecting to the, this, this politics above the election and so on, mm-hmm. in whatever way they do. But what's more, most important is, is organizing down here at the grassroots. And that's the message that I have for you on the Common Thread Click the show heard around the planet telling you wherever you happen to be in whatever country whatever space find your friends find yep. your neighbors mm-hmm. and that will be a time for a peaceful revolution right of love you know absolutely and if uh you're interested in getting involved in bernie's campaign they just opened up an office on mission street uh it's the nice. address is 2235 mission street i think it's between 17th and 18th um, and you can go down, you can phone bank, text bank, they need a lot of help. Um, you can go canvassing in the neighborhood. Uh, they have signs, stickers, buttons, whatever you need. Um, what's yeah. the What's the address again? 2235 Mission Street. All right, and that's yeah. the Bernie, San Francisco Bernie headquarters? Yeah, that's correct. And they're opening awesome. the headquarters in Oakland tomorrow. Well, right on. Yeah. I remember after he told me that, I remember last time, four years ago, I did some volunteering mm-hmm. for Bernie. Then then they were right over by the March station, 24th. Oh, okay. And Mission. Okay. And really a nice, uh, anyway. Yeah. And so I was started by calling mm-hmm. calling people because I looked around to what would I like to do. Yeah. And I saw that front desk and I could see they could use people. People would come in and look around and so on. Yeah. People could... Uh, could interact socially mm-hmm. with all the people coming in and curiosity in the Bernie campaign. Yeah. So soon I found myself at the front table talking to people when they came in and directing them to people, finding out who they were mm-hmm. and having a good old time. Wow. I, 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 <laughs> and that's what I did. Okay. And now you reminded me of another go around. Uh-huh. And when is our next show? Uh, when is our next show? Uh, Second that, Saturday? Second Saturday. What's, what's the date of that? Yeah. Let, let's check. That um, that'll be February 8th. Okay, well, let's uh, try to get some folks here, maybe from the campaign, to talk about the uh, talk about all of this. Yeah, I'm working there. on that. I'm trying to get uh, Claire Lau. She's the San Francisco regional director. Yeah, oh, yeah. Claire's, I, a, Claire's I, I awesome. Oh, oh, you know Claire, too? Yeah, I've met Claire a couple times because okay. she's also part of uh, Shahid for Change. 
and his campaign. So it's not just the presidential primary, but here in San Francisco, at least, you're going to be voting on the primary for our um, for our uh, congressional representatives. Yes. So um, Shahid uh, Buttar is running against Nancy Pelosi, yep, tra- trying to break uh, that that corporate captured two party system mm-hmm. that that Pelosi has been yeah. complicit and and part of for so long. She's been in for. 32 years, I believe. Um, You know, of course, she's getting a lot of attention right now because she is the Speaker of the House and Mm -hmm. called up the articles of impeachment. But it's a little bit of an empty promise. I I want to say something. To the show next time, okay? Yeah, Yeah. I will. Let's see what we can do. Yeah, we should get Claire Lau. Um, Yeah, don't, don't you think it's interesting that the same week they impeach him, they pass the military budget. Oh God, yeah, it's you know, sick. It's what the fuck. And then they want to. And then they want to um, reprimand him for bombing Iran. Well, they gave him the money to do it. You know. Right. And then yeah. Yeah, this like is, this year's um, hey, budget is hey. is like seven hundred and. Thir- well, last year's budget was like seven hundred and thirty-eight billion dollars. How are we gonna pay for that? Nine zeros, folks. Right, That's but crazy. we can't have, but we can't like have healthcare or basic universal income or like yep. free education or higher education or like nice roads or anything like that mm. or a bullet train or solar fucking power. Yep. You know, it's 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 yep. a racket. Yep, it's, it's a, a total racket. racket. So, um, Shahid, Shahid for change. If you don't know about Shahid, check him out. Mm-hmm. Well, let's bring Shahid and what's her name? Claire. And Claire, let's yeah. bring them in and sit in his chair yeah. and talk to us tomorrow to next week about how it's going, what we can do, and how it looks to us. Mm-hmm. And it can be an exchange of uh, a conversation mm-hmm. and communication and understanding and love. Yes. How's that? Sounds great, Dave. Well, let's do it. I'm, work- oh, I'm working on it right now. So anyway, if you find that song, it just came to me. Keep on pushing. Keep on pushing. And you're going to go get your crew. House band. Oh, yeah, Laura oh, yeah. Ilos. play some more music? Bad hombres. Yeah, let's do it. You gotta... Yeah, if you all want to set up, I'll, I'll okay. play, play some tunes in here. Perfect. Um, you know, I started looking at, I, well, while you guys go set up, there's yep. our, it's about 9.30, 9.35, so we're, we're doing all right, but on time, we've got about a little less than half an hour. Um, so while you, well, you all set up, I wanted, so this whole crossover ballot thing, um, <clears throat> It's something something that you have to. I, I've been trying to find out because um, it's been you know a couple of years since few few years since I've had to do this. Um, but I'm looking online at the San Francisco Department of Elections sfelections.org. That's where you can check your registration. Um, and then on that check your registration page, it says you may have to request a, a crossover ballot, but it doesn't actually tell you how to create. Request a crossover ballot. So I, I'm going to look a little more into this. I might just contact the Department of Elections and figure it out because I feel like there's going to be a lot of people who get really confused when they go to the polls and they're like, "Why? Why isn't Bernie Sanders on my ticket?" Oh yeah, we don't want that happening. <laughs> you know. Um. So, um. I'm going to get more information about it and make sure to mm-hmm. post it like all over social media and yeah. announce it for very clearly by the time yeah. mm-hmm. our yeah, next show rolls around. We need yeah. to keep uh, keep uh, keep abreast of this. Keep putting it out there. I think it's pretty important. In fact, our life in a way depends on it. Yep. What are you, absolutely. What, what are you about? Do you want to go out there? Or do you want to go in? Or? I, I think we're going to go play some music now. Oh, I love it. Yeah, give us a set there, Ambrose. Cool. Oh, boy, yeah, and hurting. and while they're setting up uh, again, I, a few more announcements. 
lot going on here. So January 18th coming up uh, a week from now is the Women's March. That's right. The Women's March uh, 2020. So on, uh, yeah, Saturday, January 18th, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. There's always a really inspiring rally. It's going to be held right there um, in City Hall Plaza, right there outside of City Hall and Civic Center. Um, There's, uh, yeah, always a lot of inspiring uh, speakers. And then followed by a march. Uh, The theme this year, if I'm correct and i'm really disorganized today i'm sorry <laughs> what are we doing it's part of our <laughs> oh we together we rise that's the theme together this we year rise, like bread we rise like bread and it's always been uh, <laughs> yeah the last year i was on it it was beautiful like it was smoke. amazing it was huge and i think it's going to be even bigger than we imagined this year people are ready for something and not ready and not ready, not necessarily ready for something where they're told what to do what to chant what they say and what could be a better place but, but the women's mouth uh, the women's march excuse me, the women's mouth march with with all genders welcome isn't that right oh absolutely 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 and remember the women's march san francisco Francisco is a grassroots organization. It's run by like 100% volunteers. Um, if you can <clears throat> contribute, um, they're independent from the Women's March DC. Um, so it's it's not like uh, we're part of a big national, um, you know, umbrella. It's it's an independent um, nonprofit. So um, it's it's fiscally sponsored actually by the Social Good Fund. So oh, um, good. so that's right. that's kind of what. It, they definitely could use the help in securing um, the funding needed to have all the permits and the security and the porta potties and everything that goes into having the huge event in San Francisco. So um, I hope that you'll be out there on. on and I think there, there's uh, women's marches throughout the Bay Area. And in fact, around the country, aren't they? Maybe absolutely, the absolutely. So They're all kind be? of run a little bit differently. Yes, it should be. Here at the grassroots. Yeah. Well, that's beautiful. And if you see me, I want to say howdy. Howdy. Well, yeah, I saw you there uh, last year, Dave. Yeah, I remember in the midst of all that, it was wonderful. Yeah, I caught, I caught up delighted. with you right there. Right there as we were going off the outer city of the Civic Center and hitting the streets. First row after row of women and then the men the men following along, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a really... Um, cool thing to have happen over the past few years. I mean, um, Mona Lisa was, Wallace was going to come in tonight and talk about how really 2020, it's the 100th anniversary of the 19th Amendment, where women nationally got the right to vote, and yet we still don't have the Equal Rights Amendment, which would actually put uh, equality into the Constitution, which is not currently there. Um, so it, there's a lot of opportunity to to really move and shift some things forward um, this year and into the into the decade. Mona Lisa, where are you? This is all right, though. We put it out there, mm-hmm. and we'll do, uh, And then what's the date again? January 18th. Okay, so let's do it. We're going right. to be doing it. I'm looking forward to it. Whether I have to push my walker. Oh man, that, that I am, or with my beautiful cane that Mother Lisa gave me, as a matter of fact. All right. Where is it? Let's and shuffle, uh, come along. All right. I'll feel I'll be I'll be illuminated by, I'll be engendered by, engendered by. It's so funny word, gender. I'll be by by that march and be able to come right along, tapping my cane as I go. 
So All everybody, right. that's the Diamond Dave Shuffle, folks. Doing the Diamond Unmistakable. Dave, Diamond Dave Shuffle. Now we're going to shuffle into another set. Thanks again to Laura y los Bad Hombres, Jeff and Leo, for being here for the whole show, opening our show, and now Woo-hoo. carrying on. There we go. We're ready for you. Thank right. you. shows coming up or any events you want to promote yeah um so it's a new year happy new year everyone happy new year uh we uh put putting out shows we got all the instagram posts everywhere and all the facebook events are like starting to link up and stuff but our first show is january 25th in oakland at the white house there's a flyer there for that i'm sorry white horse (laughs) at the white horse um, January 25th <laughs> like of the White Horse in Oakland, February 1st and March 
uh, 7th and April 4th. Well, those are all at Revolution Cafe. We have a little residency there, first Saturdays of the month. So February, March, April, May will be there. Um, the exact dates, I don't know. But Revolution Cafe and then a couple other little things in between. But uh, we'd love to see you at Rev Cafe. Nice. See so you doing first Saturdays at Rev Cafe? Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. What time can people catch you? 9 p.m. Oh, nice. Prime time. Perfect. Yay. No cover, but uh, we do encourage, we highly encourage uh, tips. We're uh, hoping to go on a couple of tours or like we, um, uh, I've put in an application for us to win a grant. So we're hopefully win, you know, awaiting information about like maybe being grant recipients first time. Um, but otherwise we'd love to, you know, we're raising money cause we might hopefully plan a impromptu South by Southwest Austin tour. Cause we are, we've been shortlisted. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that out loud to everyone, but which is, that's exciting. Um, and then, uh, San Diego, a little San Diego tour. Um, for the anniversary of Chicano Park. Yeah, the 50th anniversary f of Chicano Park in San Diego. So they're having a festival, their annual festival, and we've been invited to play there too. So it takes, uh, you know, money to tour and gas and things. So come out to Revolution Cafe and uh, share some music with us. Very cool. <laughs> Very cool. I'm happy to hear that you got the uh, little residency there at yeah. the Rev Cafe. I know, Dave, that's one of your prime spots. It is. And, uh, it was my living room for a long, long time. When I was living at Maritza's, remember? It was just around the corner, and I'd settle in at the Revolution Cafe and converse, read, read, scratch my head, shake my head to music, and the day would go by at the Revolution Cafe. And now it's no accident, you folks are there. So it goes. So it blows. Take it away. Hey, sister, you sound so good. I can see why you're shortlisted. <laughs> yeah, it'd be really exciting to be there. We'll see. I be about, be about. It's really being about taking care. And then taking care of everyone around you is kind of the message, because you got to be well to do well. One of my resolutions. I be about me, do it for me, always was, will be me. Care too much about my big thighs, large eyes, wide nose, pigeon toe. Till you made a point to say so. I never really wanted brand shoes, big chains, big wheels, nightlife, Orange Avenue, like a life gamble school. Infatuated by the way I swerved my hip to say hello. I caught you staring. Infatuated by my sensibility to turn you on like wine. I'm taking my time. I be about me, do it for me. Always was, always will just be me. Be about me, do it for me. Always was, will be me. Be about me, always was, always will just be me.
never really bother with men like you All they've been had with that attitude Something wrong with your bad mood For me off dude, goodbye Infatuated by my sensibility To turn you on I'm taking my time Infatuated by my sensibility My intuition, my You got me, you got me I be about me Always will, always will just be me Be about me, be about me Be about, be about I be about, you be about We be about being about myself I be about me Time for another. Yay! <laughs> Thanks for having us. You can spell my name L O U D like dentist. A. A little louder, not softer. And I love singing this with my second graders. I'm so happy they all already knew it the first day I brought it in to class. <laughs> I didn't have to teach it. Maybe you know this song too. This land is your land. This land is my land. From California to the New York Island. From the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream La tierra para ti y para mí As I was walking I passed a sign there And on that sign said Now it said nothing Why look behind me Now this I said property And I was already inside my f I said this land was made for you and me
show coming here tonight. We're here live right here at Mutiny Radio. Our next one will be at... February 8th. February 8th. So tune on in. Let people know. Everybody's welcome. There's room for all. Woo! Woo! Thank you, guys. Very cool. Thanks, everybody, for being here and being part of today's or tonight's broadcast here at MutinyRadio.fm. Remember, the podcast archive on on our website, um, you can find this show uh, under Open Pages. And today's date is January 11th, 2020. That's 1-1-1-2020. Yeah, we're so happy to be here and so grateful for Mutiny Radio. Mutiny Radio is having its annual fundraiser. If you check online on our Facebook page and see the GoFundMe, uh, we definitely need the support. We are a bunch of artists in San Francisco, not exactly uh, your trust fund babies. So if you want to contribute, we would love to have your support, um, but we also just appreciate you appreciating us. Um, But if you do have a couple bucks to throw in, that'd be awesome, and we would appreciate it. Uh, The Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, the fifth annual, I believe, is coming up in the first week of March, Um, a really big event. Uh, You can come out to support the station then if that's your thing. Um, All sorts of ways to get involved. Hey, if you want to come be a DJ here, you can come down or you can email our director at mutinyradio.fm and say, I want to be a DJ. I want to have a show. Um, You can get trained up and come on and do your thing. And that's what we love. We love this to be a spot where people can come and experiment and do everything that, that, that you've been like, you know, kind of dreaming about in the back of your head. You're like, that'd be kind of cool if I like had a podcast. I know you could do it from home and you could sit there with your computer and, and make your podcast and and work on it. And that's awesome. But you could also come down and be part of Mutiny Radio, which is this community space with art on the walls. There's some cool art out right now that's been up there. Um, Who's the artist? Do you want to jump on there and talk about the artist for a second? Because I know, Jeff, you know who this guy is. I recognize the artwork because I went to school with uh, Joseph Mock, and I recognize it immediately because this guy is obsessed with motorcycles. You can't really tell by on the radio, but I don't know, there's like 50 different drawings of motorcycles. Yeah, it's badass. So we like to have, you know, different art coming through. Um, And and Mutiny Radio is kind of an open space. Um, You know, if somebody's here doing a show, they they may likely have the the front door open. So you're welcome to come in and check out what's on the walls and uh, and feel feel the vibes of of the spot. Um, So, again, Happy New Year, everyone. I've got a lot of positive energy going. Um, I'm feeling it for this year. Um, I feel like last year there was a lot of, uh, I don't know, a lot of challenges that were, you know, kind of kind of heavy. And for some reason, a little bit of that fog has lifted. So I'm going to read you a poem here that I wrote just a couple days ago as I was feeling that optimism uh, bubbling up in me. And, uh, and also, I'm going to be reading at Burden Beckett on Jan- Wednesday, January 29th as part of Kim Shuck's uh, Fire Thieves um, series. Um, so I hope you can come out that evening, Wednesday evening, the 29th, to Burden Beckett. Where's Burden Beckett again? Burden Beckett's in, in Glen Park. That's right. I am not the walrus. I am the caterpillar. 
No nerves fluttering around like hungry butterflies. I am contented by the myriad of tiny legs that are moving me forward. Growing without pain, no envy of wings, just a marching song to sing. Never to war, but over the garden walls, through the gilded halls and littered corridors, never bored and in the flow, a spring in the step of every toe. Wow, spring is on the way. Well, I might as well do that poem that I'd like to do, because I can I can I really work with it, work with the words, work with the... It's called Just My Chance. I've done it on this, haven't I? Oh, it's a beautiful poem. Go for Just it. Just My Chance? Not uh, too likely. Just because the reason is not one clear doesn't mean we won't know it one day. We hang on, hang in, follow the stream right down to the sea, look up to see the stars, and really see the sky. Undeterred, that is not stopped. The conventional wisdom shortcut, conventional wisdom shortsighters, deaf and blind of the spirit, naysayers, killjoys, wall builders, door slammers, vision slayers, doomsayers, scribes, and Pharisees of science, theological engineers, merge this system of things. Good morning. Springs that flows. Fear of such, light uh, eyes glow. In night of living dead, the poets remain alive, walking down that title pyre, looking out for one another, just strolling down that, that. What are you strolling down? That that good road. Strolling down that good road. Why did the rest of come? Totally come. Breaking right there through the ice. Well, those last couple lines got scrambled a bit, but so am I, and I'm a little tired. But here we are. We just had a good show. Well, did we have a good show, folks? Yeah. Well, Woo! Very sorry. So next time, you're welcome. You are welcome. Everybody's welcome. And nobody gets turned away. Nobody gets turned away. And everybody gets fit to fit in in the great mosaic of life. Love you all. Take away, Val. All right. Thanks, everyone. Great show. And uh, we'll see you next month uh, for the second Saturday of February. That's February 8th, 8 to 10 p.m. right here at Mutiny Radio, 2781 21st Street in the Mission District of San Francisco. And remember, peace. And we love you. That's right. Okay, well. I'll leave you with a little John Trudell. Oh, beautiful. Called Rich Man's Rich War. War. Free man society, raging violent insecurity. Nuclear man, nuclear woman, unclear how to act. Rich Man's War. Pershing's cruising Europe. America, Russia. Governmental nuclear views. Industrial allies cutting the world as though they cannot see blood flow. Rich Man's War. Central America bleeding, wounds same as Palestine and Harlem. Three Mile Island in El Salvador, Pine Ridge in Belfast. Rich man's war, the poor, starving for food, starving for land, starving for peace, starving for real. Rich man's war, attacking human, attacking being, attacking earth, attacking tomorrow. Rich man's war, thinking of always war, 
thinking of always war. With machines for ancestors, new unborn generations, chemical umbilical cords are only wiring. In your electrical progress, human lives burnt offerings to the god greed. With lies for ancestors, there is no truth in some futures. Rulers of minds feeding next generation souls to the control machine. Sacrifice ritual for the proper technology. With isolation for ancestors, there's only the present bought by the credit material users. Forging chains binding you to destruction. Compliments of your deities, the industrial priest.
Rice announced her all right, folks, even though um, the podcast has officially ended and uh, won't be on this the particular podcast, if you happen to be listening live, um, we figured out the voting <coughs> registration thing. <clears throat> if you're a no party preference voter and you're registered to vote by mail, you actually have to change your preference to receive a Democratic primary ballot. However, if you are not registered to vote by mail and you just go to your polling place, when you arrive, that's when you can ask for a Democratic primary ballot. So um, no extra work to do there. If you are a um, someone who goes to the polls in person to vote and you're no party preference, nothing to do in advance is uh, required. But if you do vote by mail, um, then you would need to um make advance arrangements to receive specifically a Democratic primary ballot so that you can vote for the Democratic uh, candidates, any of them. Um, that is not ranked choice voting because that's not San Francisco. You get to vote for one. So go for who you really want because the primary is where it helps get that person onto the November ballot um so thanks leo for clarifying that and we'll be back on february 8th with more